They won. They're in the championship game on Monday. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com crew, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey. What a job they did out in Pasadena through the game into the night, busting out the stories, the photos of the empty Rose Bowl. Uh, just a beautiful setting. And, you know, I know beating Washington State was big because they got a co-national championship, but I find it hard to believe that there's ever been a bigger win for Michigan, because it was Saban uh-huh. than what we saw last night, Chris. Yeah, Bill, you're right. And I was talking to people close to the program about that today who've been around for about 30 years. And they say, I can't remember, given the circumstances and the season that they've been through with the adversity and the sign-stealing crap and everything else. And as you're down there on the field before the game, and they left the media down there, and I was watching these guys, and Fred Jackson, Michigan's running backs analyst, he said, you know, he was telling his guys, I feel it, man. He goes, this isn't it. We got one more in us. He says, I feel it today. And that stadium was unbelievable. The atmosphere with the Michigan fans, it was probably 60-40 at least Michigan, and they were loud, Bill. And perfect day, the field, the grass field was perfect, and you just got the sense that these guys had had enough of the SEC crap. And uh, they came out with a great game plan, I thought. Now, what was disappointing was that they were only up 13-10 to at the break, and everybody was kind of, well, I'll take that, given the mistakes. And I'm like, no, against a team like Alabama, you got to capitalize on those. And that could have been like a 20-3 to game at halftime or 20-6 to you know twenty to or something like that because you knew that Alabama was going to adjust in the second half. And the second half, for the large part, went like I thought the game was going to go with that big offensive line. They were The running backs averaged 6.9 yards per carry for the game and they started getting Jill and Milrow going on the ground but to come back like they did on that last drive bill and had to keep a, a drive alive with a fourth and two otherwise they lose 20 to 13 probably was absolutely huge so credit to this these guys as Jim Harbaugh said nothing phases them and you could sense it and when they got that tying touchdown you could just sense that the momentum had changed and that overtime was probably going to go in their favor you could sense it on the sideline you could really feel it in that stadium Chris it was just uh a miracle, not miracle, but magical, I think is a better mm-hmm. description of it, uh, finish. And their defense made the play to win. And I know J.J. and Coram's run and just a beast going to the end zone. But, man, uh, you know, outside of some missed tackling there, that, that third quarter, I, I, and maybe they were thinking about how they should be up or the adjustments. you got to give a save, and he has a great staff. He always mm-hmm. does. And, and I was following your Twitter, sharing some of your tweets while I'm sitting there at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, and I'm like, this game's going to bother every Michigan fan and player and coach for a long time if they lose it because they'll think we almost should have put Alabama away at halftime. Right? Yes, exactly. And they had 41 yards in the second half until that last drive, Bill, and that's abysmal. And what worked in the first half, I thought the game plan was outstanding in the first half, and they did some things that, out of tendencies that they hadn't shown all year. The pass out of the, the flat or out of the backfield to Blake Corum for the touchdown was brilliant, and uh, was something that I think they picked up just a couple of weeks ago from an NFL game. So uh, you could just sense that Alabama was off balance. All the motion and everything that they did offensively with the wrinkles was exactly what I said to you the other day that they had to do to win this football game and the one area that I was wrong about was the Michigan offensive line. I really thought that Alabama's edges were going to give them trouble and guess what? They had one sack and that was against Alex Orgy who should have thrown the ball away. So the, the job that they did, they played their best game of the year. They were healthy and without Zach Zinter that to me was the biggest difference in this football game and they were able to get the running game going in the first half and then Blake Corum was not going to be denied on that touchdown run. So, But being on that field after the game 
game and watching those guys celebrate and being in the locker room was unlike anything I've ever experienced. You see the sun going down over the mountains there. Uh, I really wish that every Michigan fan could have experienced that. It was like literally nothing I've ever covered in my 25 years on this beat. Yeah, a good friend, John Fuen, his wife, his daughters, his son-in-laws, his grandkids. Uh, he's from uh, the Grand Rapids area, Forest Hills Central graduate, and he lives out uh, in the valley there about 30 minutes uh, from Pasadena, and he called it the greatest moment of his life outside of getting married and having children, that, the entire scene, because uh, it's Alabama, it's Saban, uh, and, and it was how Michigan did it. Uh, that, that design run by J.J., you know, because during the broadcast, you were hearing like, well, you know, Milrow, they set up design runs, and I think even Herbstreet yeah. said, "How? why isn't Michigan doing this more with J.J.? Yeah. I get you want to protect him, but when he did that and the movie made and the speed he showed that we saw when he first splashed with his speed for Michigan, remember the block downfield on that yeah. Edwards uh, rumbling down the sidelines. I'm like, where has that been? Where was that against TCU a year ago? Again, I get there in the national championship game, but I'm like, bring your best playbook offensively yep. or at least at halftime adjust and do something. I, I'm i watching that third quarter going, oh, my God, Saban and his yep. staff are out coaching Harbaugh and his staff. Yeah, just like they did four years ago when they adjusted at halftime. They were down 16-14 to 14 in the Citrus Bowl, right? And Michigan didn't score another point. And I'm thinking, this is, you know, this is exactly like that game, but there were still four minutes left to change the story, and that's exactly what I tweeted. You know, Nick Saban and adjustments, those guys are the best in the business for a reason, right? The, the guy is a, a defensive genius, and, and they really brought it and give him credit. They took away Michigan's running game, and I thought Michigan went back to its vanilla game plan a little bit, but on that last drive, they opened it up again, and you saw some sweeps that we hadn't seen out of formations that you wouldn't expect and ran the same play a couple of times with Blake Corum to start, start to loosen them up a little bit. And how about the catch by Roman Wilson on a tip ball? Uh, you know, it looked like it was going to be a pick. Guys have to make plays in those situations, and, and that's exactly what this team has consistently done. And to do it against the team, everybody's saying, now this isn't typical Alabama and so on and so forth. I'll tell you what, their recruiting classes right now, they've got the biggest collection of high school talent that they've ever had in terms of rankings. And they might not be as good as some of those other teams, but they've got a lot of guys on that team that are going to be playing in the NFL. And, and credit to that Michigan offensive line and the job Sharon Moore did with them, uh, because to me that was the difference again in the ball game. And just uh, you know, when when they got to overtime, you thought, okay, uh, when they went down and scored, you thought this defense. They're just not going to let him in. On fourth and three, I think everybody in that stadium had the same feeling. The ball was going to Milrow. Jesse Minner called it a fantastic play and a ball game. Yeah, the trenches, uh, the blocking for Corm rumbling into the end zone at the end, uh, the defense making the play that they needed to on Milrow at the end. I it just Doug Skeen probably. I, I texted back and forth with him, and I, I could almost uh, see the tear streaming down his cheeks at. Line play was the difference at the end for Michigan. Away from everything we can analyze, break down, uh, overanalyze, Chris, in the end, Michigan made the plays to put them in the national championship. They checked another box on getting over the hump and finally winning a college football playoff game. And now they're taking on a Washington team with Penix Hmm. Jr., who should have won the Heisman. My God. He's he's the best quarterback in the country by far. And you're going to get not only a wide-open offense, but their defense is aggressive. 
So I'll be curious how Michigan attacks that. Wolverines are a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, Big Board. I like Michigan uh, in this game on Monday in Houston. Getting Texas out of there, uh, that would have been a home game for Texas, at least a quasi-home game. I'm hearing tickets, by the way. If you want good seats, 3500 bucks. Yeah, and there are a lot of Michigan fans in Texas, just like there are a lot of Michigan fans in California. When we've been down there for basketball tournaments or out here at the Staples Center, that place has been taken over by Michigan fans. And now that Texas is out of it, you're going to see a ton of Michigan fans there. This is perfect for them. Now, I will say that that Washington offense is dangerous. They have not seen a passing attack like this all year. They've got great receivers. They've got a quarterback that's been sacked 11 times and 552 dropbacks. Think about that, Bill. That's insane. But defensively, I think they're 90th in the country or something like that. I do think uh, with that defensive line, I remember watching the Arizona State-Washington game, and Arizona State's defensive line was given Penix hell, and I think this Michigan defensive line is a different animal. So they're going to have to get some pressure on him, but I think they're going to be able to run the ball on this team. I think they're going to be able to move the ball on this team. So uh, I won't be picking against Michigan this time. And, uh, boy, I got a lot of grief for that. You know what? They were two yards away from losing by seven, which is what I predicted. And uh, and I got the Michigan fan base ready to tar and feather me. But I'm happy to take the L on that one, Bill, because, again, this collection of, of kids is one of the best I've ever covered. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us from California. Team coverage uh, leading up to the championship game on Monday night against Washington and Houston at the Wolverine.com. Uh, we'll hear from Anthony Broom. John Borden and Doug Skeen before we are done. Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football. We'll talk Michigan and the Lions. Uh, Connor Stallions breakdown on the Lions. <laughs> I told everybody last night I went to Russ Ortega's uh, man cave for the second game after my watch party at Celebration Cinema North and GR. And I said, Ballas and the crew were hanging out with Connor Stallions watching the Lions game in California. And he goes, I no, they we weren't. Confirm or deny. I said we could neither confirm nor deny. You can't so. even, you know what? The guy's so <laughs> mysterious, even if he's sitting at your table drinking beers, you're like, I don't know if that's him. I don't know. <laughs> it's You're thinking like, you know, it's uh, New Year's Eve. It's not Halloween, but maybe it's a costume. I don't know. It could have been. It could. It's probably going to be the biggest costume on Halloween next year. But I'll tell you what, it made the, the whole trip was unbelievable. Uh, and now... I'll be back in Grand Rapids Wednesday and flying out of Grand Rapids on Friday, Bill, for a quick turnaround and going to Houston. And uh, who would have guessed it, man? I, I got to tell you, before the season, these guys all said the same thing. This is our only goal. And a lot of teams say that. But you could just see something in their faces that there's something different about this team. And it would be hard for me to fathom that they're going to lose this game now. It's almost like I think Anthony Broom likened it to maybe the U.S. hockey team in 1980 beating the Soviets and then maybe losing to Finland. I don't see it happening. Uh, I do think Washington will play a good game, but I just think this is a team of destiny. Yeah, I think it was the better choice playing Washington uh, over Texas, the home field advantage, the comfort factor there at Reliance Stadium in Houston. But they're in the title game Monday, and it will be uh, epic. Uh, just another yeah. huge week, which I think will have recruiting implications for Harbaugh and Michigan on the big stage, right? Yeah, I do. And uh, you know what? There's a lot of chatter still about uh, Jim Harbaugh in the NFL, and we told you a couple weeks ago that he hired Don Yee as his agent with NFL ties, and ESPN just got around to reporting that a couple of days ago. So uh, if he were to win it all, Bill, or even if he weren't, he's got Michigan at the pinnacle. I don't think Michigan fans are going to be uh, begrudging him if he wants to go back to the NFL. If he wins a national championship and then wins a Super Bowl, how many guys can say they've done that, and uh, what a legacy he will have left here? I'm trying to think, though. I, I think Eberflus has saved his job in Chicago. 
Yep. Uh, the Raiders' job, now if he could take that and draft J.J., that might be really appealing to Harbaugh. He calls J.J. the best quarterback in college football, the best quarterback in Michigan history. Yeah. And there's been, you know, you know, there's been talk that, hey, um, you know, maybe we'll see you in the NFL someday or something like that. But these guys are concentrating on one thing. And I don't think the Raiders' job might open either, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah, with Pierce. Uh, and, I agree. Uh, I agree. Exactly. And the Chargers are notoriously cheap now. Black Monday's coming quickly. You look at Washington, and he'd be right there by his brother, right across the river. And um, and his brother's in Baltimore, obviously. You can move the family there. And, and boy, uh, it seems like they've got a new ownership that really wants to make a splash. But there are no guarantees here, uh, Bill, when it comes to Jim Harbaugh and the NFL teams because they are wary of what happened at San Francisco. But there's no denying that he's one of the best coaches in all of football at any level, and he's proving it again this year. By the way, I, I did see a, a – the Wolverine.com slash extra that Ballas and Connor Stallions are going on a Price is Right taping <laughs> later tonight in Studio City, California. <laughs> I can confirm that that's not true. I, okay. that I will confirm. Okay. All right. All right. I, I love it, Chris. Good stuff. <laughs> hey, if you're going to be in town Thursday, come in studio. Spend an hour or two with that. us. Do that. I might do that. I will. Uh, let's uh, let's do an hour. Uh, hook it up with fly, and uh, I'd love to be there. Yeah, we'll give you. Uh, we'll give you an hour. Let's do an hour. Excuse me. Yeah, hey, I know your parents. You're gonna take them to Taco Boy. Uh, you're coming to town. <laughs> I might even give you two, brother. How's that? How about there you go? How about two hours? There you go. It's a national championship show. Do I got one. I got two. I got three. I got five. 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 <laughs> and if you could bring Connor Stallions in, it would be a historic moment ever in huge show history. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Never met the guy. Okay. Well, Chris Ballas will be testifying and joining the Federal Witness Protection Program following the Michigan-Washington game on Monday night in Houston. All right, we'll see you in studio Thursday. Sounds great, Billy. Thanks, brother. All right, good. We held him to it live on air. He backs out. I don't even talk about the game.